Chief Justice Roberts, Senators, and Counsel for the President. We have now been through the first two official acts by the President, but neither of those official acts got the President what he wanted, help in his reelection campaign. So he turned to another official act to turn up the pressure even more, withholding nearly $400 million of vital military assistance to Ukraine in exchange for the investigations. Withholding military assistance to Ukraine made the original abuse of power, soliciting foreign, foreign interference in our elections, that much worse. But it was also in and of itself an abuse of power. And not only that, it violated the law. It was illegal. The Government Accountability Office, a nonpartisan independent agency, concluded that President Trump's hold on the security assistance clearly violated the Impoundment Control Act, a law that Congress enacted to curb President Nixon's own abuse of power. Now, President Trump may not like it, but once a law is passed, the President cannot change that law without coming back to us, the Congress. And President Trump did not just break the law, he jeopardized our national security. Because Ukraine's national security is our national security. How? Because a free and democratic Ukraine is a shield against Russian aggression in Europe. That has been one of America's most important foreign policy and national security goals since World War II. Freedom, liberty, democracy, those values keep us safe. Let us now explain how President Trump's improper withholding of military assistance was clearly done to pressure Ukraine to announce the two baseless investigations, a gross abuse of power. First, we will briefly describe how important the military aid was to Ukraine's defense against Russian aggression, which affects our security. Second, we will explain how President Trump used the power of his office to freeze military aid to Ukraine in a way meant to conceal it from Congress. And third, we will present the overwhelming evidence that President Trump ordered the whole for a corrupt purpose, to pressure Ukraine to announce two investigations that would personally benefit his own re-election effort. Let us start with the importance of the aid to our, the United States national security. The United States has supported Ukraine since it secured independence from the Soviet Union in 1991. Our support was critical to convince Ukraine to forego its pursuit of a nuclear arsenal in 1994. We promised them that we would defend them if necessary.
but our support became truly vital in 2014 when Ukraine revolted against its Russian-friendly president, Viktor Nanuvakich. Ukrainian citizens rose up in protest, demanding democratic reforms and an end to corruption. The protests, rightly known as the Revolution of Dignity, removed the pro-Kremlin president. Russia responded by using its own military forces and proxies in Ukraine to invade Ukraine. This was the first effort to redraw European boundaries by military force since World War II. The war was devastating to Ukraine and remains so today. Approximately 7% of Ukraine's territory is now occupied by Russia. Approximately 15,000 people have been killed as a result of the conflict, and over 1.4 million people have been displaced. In response to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, the United States and our allies imposed sanctions on Russian individuals and entities and agreed to provide billions of dollars in assistance to support Ukrainian sovereignty and democratic development. We understood immediately, Democrats and Republicans alike, that Ukraine's safety and security was directly tied to our safety and security. With this goal in mind, since 2014, the United States has delivered roughly $1.5 billion in security assistance and another $1.5 billion in other assistance to our ally, Ukraine. Our allies in Europe have provided approximately $18 billion in loans and grants since 2014. As we have explained, the U.S. assistance comes partially from the Department of Defense, which provides important military support. It comes partially from the State Department, which helps Ukraine purchase military services or equipment manufactured by American companies in the United States. Ambassador Taylor explained how security assistance counters Russian aggression and can help shorten the war in the East. Here is his testimony. Mr. Chairman, the security assistance that we provide it takes many forms. One of the components of that, the security assistance that we provide, it takes many forms. One of the components of that assistance is counter-battery radar. Another component are sniper weapons. These weapons um, and this assistance um, it allows the Ukrainian military to deter further incursions by the Russians uh, against their own against Ukrainian territory if that further incursion further aggression uh, were to take place more Ukrainians would die 
So it is a, a deterrent effect that these weapons provide. It's also the ability, it gives the Ukrainians the ability to negotiate from a position of a little more strength when they negotiate an end to the war in Donbas, negotiating with the Russians. This also is a way that would reduce the number of Ukrainians who would die. Congress imposed certain conditions on the DOD assistance. Those conditions require a DOD, require DOD to hold half of the money in reserve. To release all of the funds, DOD, in coordination with the State Department, must conduct a review and certify to Congress that Ukraine has done enough to fight corruption. Now, President Trump may argue that the conditions imposed by Congress are similar to the hold he placed on aid to Ukraine. As Mick Mulvaney said, and I quote, we do this all the time. But let us be very clear. These types of conditions, which are often included in appropriation bills, are designed to promote official U.S. policy, not the policy of one individual or one president. This is exactly the type of permissible condition on aid that Vice President Biden was implementing when he required that Ukraine fire its corrupt prosecutor general before getting a loan guarantee. Prior to 2019, the Trump administration provided security assistance to Ukraine without incident. Even under the previous Ukrainian administration of Pres President Petro Prochinsko, which suffered from serious corruption, President Trump allowed $510 million in 2017 and $559 million in 2018 to flow unimpeded to Ukraine. But in the summer of 2019, without any explanation, President Trump abruptly withheld the security assistance to Ukraine. So what had changed by July of 2019? Congress had appropriated the funds. President Trump had signed it into law. The Department of Defense had certified that Ukraine was meeting the required anti-corruption reforms. In fact, DOD had begun to spend the funds. So what happened? Well, in April, two critical things happened. First, Joe Biden publicly announced his campaign for president. Second, the Mueller investigation concluded that Russia interfered in the 2016 U.S. elections to assist the Trump campaign and that the Trump campaign had extensive contacts with, Russian, with Russians and even took advantage of some of the Russian efforts. The evidence shows that the only reason, the only logical reason, and we deal in what's reasonable. President Trump withheld the aid. It was to undermine these threats to his political future. 
As we have discussed, security assistance to Ukraine has broad bipartisan support from Congress, as well as every agency within the President's own administration. And let us be clear about something. The money mattered to Ukraine. It mattered to Ukraine. Witness testimony revealed that this money was 10% of Ukraine's defense budget. 10%. Now imagine if President Trump just decided, without cause or explanation, to hold 10% of our own defense budget. That would have a dramatic impact on our military. And it certainly did to Ukraine, our ally. Keep in mind, too, that President Trump had to sign the law, the bill, into law, which he did in September of 2018. At no time, at no time during the congressional debate or passage of the bill, did the White House express any concerns about the funding or the program itself. I want you to see the slide before us. President Trump signs bill authorizing aid to Ukraine for fiscal year 2019. On June 18, President Trump's own Department of Defense certified that Ukraine had met all of the anti-corruption requirements necessary to receive aid. And you know what? The Department of Defense announced that the money was on its way, just as we, the United States of America, had promised. Senators, our word must continue to mean something. A word must continue to mean something powerful in the world. So let us make certain that America continues to live up to its promise.